Welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels, where we talk about everything hospitality, from hotels to influencers and everything in between. We will feature guest interviews with hospitality professionals who will share their experiences. Your host, Russell Edmond, has spent over 25 years in the hospitality industry, beginning his career with Marriott International in hotel operations, before moving into the sales arena and becoming a relationship-building director of sales and marketing. Russell then went to the other side as a hospitality entrepreneur. He now consults in the hotel and meeting space, which includes being the CEO of Russell of Hotels Group. Did I mention he was a veggie foodie? Yes, Russell is always looking for good non-meat eats, Please welcome your host, Russell Edmond. Good afternoon and thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels live hospitality talk show. I thank you guys so much for joining me today. Today is Tuesday. What is today? The 26th, October 26th. 2021. So thank you guys so much for joining. I think I said that already. Uh, you know, I was on a, I'm, I'm a little late today and I apologize for that. And, you know, I'm sure people are going to call me on it. Like, um, wait a minute, I'm hearing some feedback here. Something is amiss. Okay, there we go. Sometimes I get a little feedback. Well, I shouldn't have got that feedback because I should have turned my phone off, but I didn't. So, you know, hey, we're a work in progress here. So, okay, nothing's perfect, but that's okay. We're going to do it anyway. So, but anyway, I, I was late. I apologize for being late. I was in Hollywood and I was on my way back home. And, um, you know, I was working on a project in Hollywood and had to drive from there back home. So that's what took me a little longer. The appointments that, that I had maybe took a little longer than I had thought. But that's OK. Like they say in Hollywood, which is right above me, the show must go on. Right. So we were not going to miss having on air with Russell of hotels just because I had to drive, you know, uh, I don't know what it is, maybe. 15 miles or whatever, which took, I, I think I, I left about 12, 15 and got here in about 45 minutes. So that's not bad, you know, doing on the streets, right? Driving on the streets through lights, coming down La Brea and all that kind of stuff. So there you go. So I do apologize for that. I try not to let that happen again, but if it does, okay, whatever. Okay. Um, you know, be mad at me, but still tune into the show. Okay. I appreciate it. So today is, let me get my stuff going here. Today is, is it show number, boom, okay, show number 131, and we're all about hashtag hospitality unplugged, which means, you know, on air with Russell of Hotels, we talk about a little bit of everything in hospitality, we talk about hotels, we talk some about restaurants, we talk about um, tourism boards, things like that, A to Z, everything in between, the good, the bad, the ugly, and, you know, sometimes there is some ugly stuff that we have to deal with or talk about. Uh, I don't have a problem with dealing with it or talking about it uh, because it is what it is. And, you know, we can't we, we can't be our, our you know, we, we can't learn if we don't make mistakes or if things don't go wrong. Right. So that's with anything, not just in the hospitality space, but with any space that you're working in. And if you did everything right, you would never learn anything. Right. So we we sometimes fall short of delivering that hospitality, if you will. Uh, and sometimes we just have to talk about it. Right. And, you know, I'm here to talk about it. So there you go. <laughs> the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, but that's just what it is. But it's all in 
not, I don't say good fun, but it's, I, I try to make, you know, any bad situation, you try to turn that around and make that into something positive as we should be doing on property anyway. Right. We deal with a lot of issues, you know, some good, some bad, but even the, the, the bad stuff, we got to turn around and try to make it a positive experience for the person that that is affected by it. So, but anyway, today is Tuesday, October 26th. I think I said that we're still in uh, the month of October. So we're still um, breast cancer awareness month. So make sure we're getting checked out for that. Make sure we're checking ourselves and then as well as going, you know, for women, you know, going to get, you know, your, your, get to get checked out. Okay. And I was told a couple of weeks ago that, you know, 1% of people that have breast cancer are actually men. So men make sure we take it upon ourselves to get ourselves checked out, check ourselves and get checked out as, as, as well. So, um, so make sure we're doing that. Did I say it was show number 131? I mean, who, who would have thought that I would even get to show number one? Did you know the average podcast is six episodes? Okay, so just put that in perspective. Okay, I've done 131, and this is not, I mean, there's people that have done in the thousands. Okay, so I'm not trying to compete with them. Remember, I don't p- compete with anyone else who's doing a podcast. I compete with myself to make sure I'm doing the best that I can do, make sure I'm delivering the best product that I can deliver to the people that watch and listen. So, um, but the average is six podcasts and I've done 131. So, and I, I think I'm in it for the long haul. Right. So I always tell people that are interested in doing the podcast, you know, just start off slow. You don't have to buy a bunch of equipment or a lot of equipment and this high tech, this high tech, that this expensive mic and all that kind of stuff until you know for sure that, you know what, I'm a, I'm a, you know, this is an investment and, and I'm going to do this long term, right? Long term means, well, I don't know what long-term is. Long-term to me is 130 shows. Okay. So, but I think I started buying these things around show 90. I, I broke away from LA talk radio, LA talk radio and started doing my own thing in my own studio. And then, um, well, which is at home It's a corner. It's not a studio. Um, so it's a studio corner. Okay. So, but I started doing that maybe at the show 90, and then started buying things and, and reinvesting into the into this business, right? Because at the end of the day, that's what it is, right? It is it is a business. Um, you know, you got sponsorships and things like that. So anytime you have a little revenue coming in, that is a business. So so um, so we got to take that stuff serious, right? So when you get to this point, well, you have to up your podcast game, if you will. So and I like to think that I've done that to get to 131 shows. I think you have to, but. Um, Real quick, I did not mention this, but we're live on LinkedIn today and it will go to YouTube right after this is over. Uh, and as well as we, we do a simulcast, meaning it's it's a, a, a live broadcast to LinkedIn, but it's also uh, a podcast as well. Right. So it's on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Overcast and Apple Podcasts. And we're all about co- connecting people and collaboration. And like I said, hashtag Hospitality Unplugged. So if you see anything that I post, it will always be followed. The last thing normally is hashtag Hospitality Unplugged. So that's kind of my thing, right? So um, if you if you typed in, do you guys ever check to see what these hashtags mean? I mean, some people will just, you know, choose a hashtag, hashtag uh, one, two, three, four. Well, what is that? I mean, it has to be referenced to something, it has to go to something. But if you do hashtag hospitality unplug, anything that I've ever posted uh, will come up, right? So that's what that 
hashtags are for. It's just basically a quick, uh, it's a quick reference to get to where you want to be. Okay. So if I want to see what's under hashtag hospitality and plug, instead of putting in maybe Russell of hotels, you put in hashtag hospitality and plug, all that stuff that I've ever done that had the hashtag on there, you will be able to find it. So there you go. Industry news. Do we want to get into some industry news? Um, I don't remember what my industry news was, but anyway, I'll make stuff, some stuff up. No, I'm joking. Anyway, uh, 2021 Hospitality Power Index. I mention this every week because I'm so excited and just gracious and uh, that I was, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's voted or put on this list of 50 most influential hospitality leaders. I do appreciate that. That comes from the International Hospitality Institute. Um, so I'm one of those people, one of those 50 in the U S okay. And I, they, they have another 50 for that are international, but I, 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 although I'm an international show on air with Russell of hotels is an international show, but I'm only going to take credit for the 50 mo- most influential people or f- 50 most influential hospitality leaders here in the U S. Okay. So, because that's what I, that's the list I was on. So, but thank you so much for the Institute for the hospitality Institute for, Put me on that list. I do appreciate that. And I do not take that stuff lightly. That's why I always mention it. Okay. Because I'm gracious and I'm uh, appreciative. Uh, HSMAI Los Angeles chapter is hosting a zoom presentation on star forecasting STR, which is Smith travel research. That's the report card for hotels. Okay. So they look at that on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annual basis, uh, maybe even, I think there's a minute star too that just came out. So be on the lookout for that. <laughs> you know, they want to know by the minute, like, well, what's going on? What's, what's our index look like? You know, we hundred percent of our, you know, uh, ADR or uh, occupancy or uh rev par. Are we, you know, those are acronyms at hotel people. If you're a hotel person, you're a revenue manager, you're a GM, you're a director of sales and marketing. You understand what I meant. Okay. Some of those other people are like, what the heck is he talking about? I work in the hotels. I don't know anything about this star report, but anyway, it is. <laughs> It's based on uh, like it's a sales revenue uh, report report card that hotels are given. And basically you're compared against other hotels in your comp set. And normally that's maybe five to seven hotels, I think, that you compare against. Um, and let's see. Wow, Russell, that's great. Well, see, OK, I'm just looking at some. I'm sorry. I, I look, I'm looking at some comments and I didn't mention this, but I welcome comments. I appreciate it because I want this to be interactive. So if you want to say, Hey, uh, or send me a note, um, at the very least, you're going to get a shout out, right? You know, if you want to send me the finger, I mean, Hey, do that too. You'll get a shout out for that too. And then when I see you, we'll have another conversation, but anyway, just joking. But anyway, Robin Moncrief, I appreciate you. Uh, wow, that's great, Russell. Con- congratulations. Will we need to look under the bed? Well, we at, don't look under the bed. Are proud to be around one uh, thirty-eight. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Um, Robert Moncrief, she has a, a a podcast as well. And of course, I give people shout-outs. Doesn't matter if you have a podcast. Remember what I said earlier. I don't compete with people that have a podcast, okay? I compete with me to make sure I'm doing the best that I, I'm supposed to be doing, right? But Robin has her and she has a partner, and I can't think of the partner's name. So, Robin, if you want to toss me that name, I'll make sure I throw that on there as well. But um, Don't Look Under the Bed. So her podcast is called Don't Look Under the Bed, okay? So 
check that out. Follow that um, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, because they're phenomenal women that are talking about hospitality things as well. Uh, We all do things different. We all have different people that we that that follow us, that listen to us. So, like I said, it's not about competition. It's about in fact, hopefully one day we'll be able to collaborate and connect and maybe they're on my show and then I'm on their show as well. So that's what it's all about. That's what I'm trying to do. So they're around 38 podcasts. OK, or uh, episodes. OK, so that's great because that's over six. Anything over six it's gravy. OK, so you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. So, Robin, congratulations uh, to you and your partner for that as well. As I move forward, uh, let's see. OK, so I've mentioned the Star Report, um, HSMAI, Los Angeles chapter, is hosting a Zoom presentation for the Star Forecasting. They, re- they will review hospitality industry's national performance as well as um, California, L.A., and surrounding areas tomorrow. That's tomorrow, October 27th, which is Wednesday, from 11 a.m. to 12. So they do it noontime or 11 to noon, so you can still get your lunch in. And all that stuff. And it only goes for an hour. So that's that's good. So I'm glad they're doing it that way. And then the moderator will be no other than our very own Libby Zarahi, who is the director of sales and marketing at the Hotel Amarano in Burbank. And guess what? Libby and I are in in conversation. This is all conversation at this point. So I can't really talk about it. But uh, hopefully I'll be able to do like a uh, a live podcast from Hotel Amarano. That's going to be dope you know how they say you know that's that's oh that's dope okay that's gonna be dope if i'm able to do that okay so that'll be the first time i've actually done a live podcast on property now i've done lives you know like instagram lives and things like that but it'll be the first time i actually did a a live podcast and maybe i can interview libby we can talk we can chop it up we can talk about all the things that are happening over at hotel amarano which is in burbank beautiful hotel okay so there you go. So look forward to that. Well, I'm looking forward to that. So look out for that. But I'll make sure I post those things when those things come up. Um, getting in, getting employees and keeping them. What is that? But before I do that, should I do this first? No, no, no. I'm, you know, I need to go in order. OK, so I have this system where it's called Ecamm Live, where it's doing everything for me. Right. So you see this, right. Oh, where's my finger. You see this right here, industry news. Right. So that stuff flies in. So this is a scene that's been created. Right. So let me, I can back up. Right. And that disappears and that stuff comes back up. Right. So I go back and then boom, industry news. Okay. So now I know where I am on my notes in front of me because I'm not just getting this stuff in my head. All this stuff is not in my head. Right. So that's a prompt. The industry news is a prompt and I'm reading from, my iPad that has my outline. So just in case you guys wanted to do a, um, a podcast, you know, important thing is you keep your things, you keep everything um, organized, right? Keep your thoughts organized, keep what you're talking about organized. That's the most important thing for me. So I want to make sure when I got this Ecamm thing, I said, Oh, this is dope because it's keep me organized, right? It's like, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, I can't remember the, the term now. But anyway, I'll get to that. We all support one another. Yes, we do. Nikki is my co-host. Okay, so it's Nikki and Robin. They do um, the podcast, Don't Look Under the Bed. Or is it Don't Look Under the Bed or Look Under the Bed? Or, yeah, be careful when you look under the bed. Because <laughs> you never know what you're going to see. You ever looked under? Let me just. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. 
I'm a, a little little sidetrack. If you're looked under the bed of a ho- in a hotel room, I mean, what I do, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm a former housekeeping manager, right? So I check out the room when I walk in. Okay, I'm looking under the bed. I'm, I'm, I'm putting my finger above the um, the the um, what do you call it? the artwork to see if there's dust on there. You know what we used to do as a housekeeping manager, um, and to ensure that they were dusting. And looking under the bed, because you'd be amazed what people sweep under the bed or they kick guests, former guests, they kick under the bed. They don't know that they're kicking under the bed, but they do. But it's our job as the housekeeping department to go under and look everywhere to make sure the next guest doesn't look under there. Or maybe, God forbid, a baby gets under there and gets something that they shouldn't get, right? And put it in their mouth because that's all babies do, right? So you always want to make sure you do look under the bed. So people in housekeeping, you inspect under the bed. And what we used to do as a housekeeping manager, I would put money under there to see if they actually did. And they would come, oh, Mr. Russell, I, I, I found $5 under the bed. Okay, well, that tells me, guess what, that they look under the bed and they're cleaning under the bed. They at least got that $5, right? And I would fold up, you fold up money and put on top of, um, on the, on top of the picture frames and things like that. We would do all kinds of things because we want to ensure that they were checking these things to, 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 to clean them, right? Put them in the drawer, make sure that there's a, there's a Bible. And well, if you work for Merritt, there's a Bible and a book of Mormon in there. So we would put money under the books, under the Bible, under the book of Mormon, just so they make sure they pick them up and see they would get a little reward. Uh, and then also you made sure they ensured that they were cleaning under there as well. And they did because someone had to come back and check in back of them. I mean, we would mark sheets, you know, you make sure because sometimes everybody, you know, they wanted to cut corners and sometimes housekeepers don't um, they don't um, change the sheet sometimes. Now, I'm not saying all of them, but every now and then we suspected, you know, uh, a room of not having the sheets changed. So what we do, we would mark the sheet. So you would mark it with a little like a marker and put it under where it's, you know, inconspicuous so no one can see it. Only you knew it was there and you would go back and check to see, OK, if it's. Not there anymore. That means they changed the sheet. But if it was still there, somebody getting the write up. Okay, somebody getting a little talking to. So there was ways, and it's funny how this stuff just comes back because of don't look under the bed, right? I wasn't planning on talking about this stuff, but because that podcast, Robin and Nikki's podcast, is called "Don't Look Under the, Don't Look Under the Bed," that just prompted something from twenty something years ago when I first started in this industry. Uh, and it just it just made me think. So, but anyway, thank you so much, Robin, for going down back down memory lane. So, anyway, yeah, I'm a singer too. Did you know that? No, I'm joking. But anyway, where am I? See, I'm losing where I'm su- su- supposed to be because you know Robin is like getting me all mixed up and everything. So, getting employees and keeping them. Now, this is something that I just came up with because I talked to. I was speaking last week. It's probably last Wednesday, uh, a colleague of mine called me. Uh, she's an AGM at a hotel, and she was asking me about, you know, employees. How do I find employees? Or I'm looking for employees. Can you help me? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? What do you think the most important thing is in, 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 in finding employees or whatever? So I came up with this couple of things, and just off the top of my head, I just threw some things out there. And she said, oh, wow, I didn't think about that. Oh, okay. And I said, one was, you know, have a plan. Be creative in recruiting because she's trying to find employees. Okay. They're trying to find employees and these are not just all managers. These are line level employees that they, they need. 
And they're at the point where they don't have enough, I guess not enough labor pool in their area. Or I don't know how they're uh, finding people or what they've done in the past. Well, anyway, what, whatever they've done in the past is not working currently. Okay. So they, they have a restaurant that's not even, that's not even open now because they don't have enough people. Right. So I'm like, wow, that's, Ooh, I don't know if I could be managing during this COVID time or post COVID time or whatever, but I made a comment. I said, well, how are you recruiting? You know, how are you trying to find employees? Well, they're doing the regular thing. You know, they're doing uh, H careers, which all line people don't even know about. Uh, are they going to Indeed? All line people don't know about that. And you got to remember, there could be a language barrier, too. Uh, are you applying? Are you putting things in Spanish or other languages? Because everyone doesn't look at H careers or Indeed. So you got to be a little bit more creative about what you're doing. So I said, well, I would take it like, and I'm big on social media, right? So I said, what about posting things on your social media accounts like Facebook, Instagram? Uh, you can put those things in Spanish too, right? You can do that. Uh, LinkedIn, however you want to do it, whichever platforms you want to use, but you got to be creative about it. I mean, I would do, I said, I would go, I wouldn't go, I would do a, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm, I'm getting tongue tied. I would go as far as doing a live video talking about what I'm looking for. Hi, I'm Russell. I'm the director of sales over here at the blah, 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 XYZ hotel in Los Angeles. And we're looking for some great housekeepers, you know, please give me a call at this. And I would have it down on, you know, uh, three, uh, eight, 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 three, 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 five, 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 five. I mean, I would, you gotta be creative about finding people, right. Or just like you creative about, advertising or promoting your property or your brand, you have to be the same way with trying to find employees because everyone's doing the same thing they've been doing since, you know, the eighties. Okay. They post things on, well, maybe I don't know if H careers have been around since the eighties, let's say since the nineties. Okay. Let's just throw that out there since the nineties. Right. So we have to do things a little creative. We have to be more creative than we've ever been before. Uh, because she's been at this property for several months and whatever they're doing has not worked. Okay, it didn't work before she got there. It's not working now. So what do you have to lose? Okay, you got nothing to lose, but take Russell of Hotels advice and say, hey, let me do some things a little bit more creative. And I said, I'll help you with it. But I said, you know, when it comes to when when you say I'll help you with it, but, you know, it's going to come, you know. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, do you (laughs) do you want results or or what? Right. I mean, so you can it's easy for you to do it yourself, but they didn't even have an Instagram account or a Facebook account for the hotel. So, I mean, that goes back to another thing. That's a whole nother can of worms that maybe I'm not going to get into right now. But we have to be more creative than we've ever been before, because people are not doing the same things that they were doing before. They're not looking for jobs the same way. They're not. Um, they're not looking for hotels the same way either. So we have to be creative about how we're finding guests, new guests, or maybe even the guests that we used to have as well as employees. So that was one thing I said, be creative in your recruiting uh, techniques, communication. Once you get these people in communication is the key, right? You, you want to make sure whatever the plan is, the plan of action for these new employees, you communicate all the time. You know, their hours of employment, what they're going to be doing, their duties. I mean, of course, we have a job description and all that stuff, but these things have to be reiterated and you have to have an interest in these in your people. Right. You have to let them know that they're 
that you care about that they're working because they're helping you out. You ain't helping them out. I mean, sometimes managers kill me like, well, you know, I'm doing them a favor. No, you're not doing them a favor. Okay, they're doing you a favor because guess what? If they're not there, who's going to be pulling those shifts? Who's going to be doing that night audit, which at this same hotel, like a GM and the AGM are doing a night audit. Who wants to do that? So you got to take care of those people, getting them to buy in whatever your 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 um, whatever the plan of action is. You got to get the employees to buy in on what you're trying to do. If that's cross um, training, like say, hey, I want you to know the front desk, but. You know, I have a server position open too. I mean, and then that way they get as many hours as they want, right? I mean, they get hours here, they get hours over there. You know, find out what people's interests are. Show that you're interested in them, okay? Because you want people to be long-term. You don't want a lot of turnover like I see these hotels. Uh, even in management positions, they, they turn over all the time. I don't know the reason for this turnover, but you don't want to be one of those positions or one of those hotels that have a lot of turnover, okay? So uh, make sure... You're getting in the buy-in on your philosophy and what's going on, making sure there's a right fit for them, right? Uh, number three, not waiting for that special day to celebrate them, to celebrate employees. You know, we just had, I guess it was last month, International Housekeeping Week, right? Why do we wait for this International Housekeeping Week to do something for our housekeepers, or for any other employees. I mean, we, we have to wait for this special day to do it, you know, because everyone else is doing it. No, it's okay to get donuts on a Tuesday just because. Just because it hits you or, you know, little treats. Or what I used to do is I would um, I would have little candy bars, you know, the bag. I think it mostly it was for me, but I said I had a lot of extra ones, so I would give those out too. I did those. I did this as a director of sales and marketing. I didn't wait I didn't do it uh, as much as a, it's funny how as a housekeeping manager, I mean, we did celebrations, we did monthly things anyway, right? But now as a manager outside of that department, I was still finding myself doing those things for the housekeepers because I was still checking rooms and things like that, right? So what I would do was have these fun size, I love Snicker bars, or I used to, I don't eat that stuff anymore because I'm about to not meet eats, right? And that's made with milk and dairy and and whatever whatever else they put in there right so i don't eat those anymore but i used to do the fun size snickers bars and i would just you know about three o'clock because that's when that you need that sugar rush about three o'clock right to get to the rest of the day you got two hours to go and you need a sugar rush so i would go by and give them and they would be so appreciative just for a candy bar right just to get them through just to get them through the day the rest of the couple hours and then to let them know that you're thinking about them Right. I mean, that, that's what it's all about. Right. You want people to work hard for you, but you have to do things for them outside of, you know, paying their salary. Because a lot of managers say, well, we pay them to come here. I had this one GM that would say that he said, well, I'm paying them. Why would I do things extra? And I said, and, the, and that's exactly why this hotel is not doing well like it should be, because we're taking this attitude where they're doing us a favor. No, no, no. We're all here to work together. And sometimes some people need a little boost and it's okay, right? How much does a candy bar cost? I mean, let's start. If you want to break stuff down, it doesn't cost anything, right? But you want people to know that they're appreciated. And that's, I think that's kind of why we're in the, the situation that we're in now in the hospitality industry is because before COVID, um, were we really appreciate appreciating our employees? Were we really doing things for them? Because if we were, They'd be willing to come back. They'd be, you know, like, when do we come back? You know, that kind of stuff. But 
I think I think it's coming back to bite us on the butt. I, I really do. But that's just me. And then stay consistent. So whatever you whatever your plan of action is, stay consistent. OK, one message, you know, saying everybody needs to be singing from the same uh, sheet of music. OK, so to speak. OK, so whatever that message is, be consistent. And I think you will save, you know, yourself and employees will be there a lot longer if you're consistent. But communication, getting getting them to buy in, not waiting to celebrate special, you know, waiting for a special day to celebrate something. It's OK to, to do those things. OK, so. Those are things that I kind of told her and I haven't heard from her since. So maybe she's used them or maybe she's like, the hell with him. What the hell is he talking about? So anyway, <laughs> so those are things that I came up with for her. Shout out, quick shout out to Mr. David Wang. He's a DOSM. That means director of sales and marketing at the Sheraton Universal. You guys know I used to work at the Sheraton Universal, right? I was a director of sales and marketing there uh, some time ago. But in fact, that was my last hotel. So, why am I giving David a shout out first? He's only been there maybe a couple months. So, of course, you need a shout out. You're doing a great job. Keep it up, David. And then the second thing is that I, I, I happened to call the hotel yesterday and the request I was asking for ended up going to David. And I, I did not mean for that to happen, but it did. Right. So I was asking for, you know, what do you always ask for? I have a client that's coming into town actually tomorrow and he needs to be in the Valley. And I know that hotel is probably one of the nicest hotels in the Valley. And it's in, like I said, it's in uh, uh, studio city, which is right near um, universal studios, Hollywood. Okay. Right at the foot of that. Uh, So, so I, I called someone else to ask, Hey, can you give me a better rate than what they were quoting? And not that I was complaining about that rate, but I was like, I was trying to get in my mind, why are they quoting this rate? Why is this rate so high? And it didn't, it didn't even click until uh, I was talking to the concierge who is um, die. And he said, well, you know, this is Halloween horror night. And I was like, what? That's the busiest day, the busiest period of time in the year for the Sheraton universal. And I completely forgot about it. Right. So that's why the rates were too high. So Anyway, make a long story short or make a try to make a long story short. Right. Because I already I already passed the short part. But anyway, um, David called me because, you know, he knew I was trying to find a room. He thought the room was for me. I said, no, it's, it's not for me. Uh, it's for a client. And uh, I said, don't even worry about it. I'll find another hotel because I didn't even realize that this was Halloween Horrors Week, right? So we had a, a good chuckle about that, and he was good sport about it. And he said, you know, anytime outside of this, I'm, I'm willing to help you, but because of this. And I said, I, I completely understand, not a problem. So, but, um, but he said if it was for me, he would have helped me out. I'm like, well, that's okay. That's okay. I understand how business works. So, but the shout-out is for Mr. David Wang, Director of Sales and Marketing at the Sheraton Universal. If, you, if you're going to Halloween, Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios. You you need a place to stay? Check out the Sheraton. Okay, so there you go. That's what I would do at least. Okay, so um, I don't know why people are, you know, you get these robo robo killer ID something or whatever. You know, people just basically calling you thinking um, they're not going to get through. But anyway, uh, I just had to hang up on them. But um, so that was a shout out to him. 
the next one. And see, see how this just it just goes in place. All I got to do is click, and everything just happens. Uh, increase social media engagement. You know, you guys know I'm big on social media, meaning I'm a big proponent of social media and using it for your brand. So, um, you know, what do you want to increase your social media engagement? What would you do? I mean, what do I do? Okay, you're, since you asked that, I use IG Reels. Okay, so IG Reels and it allows you to get more engagement. You get more people that are following you. You get a lot of likes if you're into the likes. I'm into more engagement than anything uh, and, and gaining some more followers if I can because the more followers I get, not necessarily the more followers you get, the more uh, wide range of people you're going to get uh, because some things, and this is one thing I found with IG Reels, is that the people don't even have to be following you in order for you to reach them. So if it's something that's, you know, something that's helping people out because that's what uh, Instagram looks for. The, the postings that you put, they, they look for things that they can help people. Right. Or yeah, something like that or solving a problem. That's what they say. So whatever that is. And then with IG reels, you can throw music in there. So that just enhances things once you throw that music in there. So uh, I use it all the time. In fact, that's my, I don't even use, I don't do like it's a video, right. With music. So I don't even do a lot of just still postings like a stationary, like just this picture in back of me. Right. I don't just send that out with a caption. That would have to be a video for me to use it. Right. But it's good for the backdrop of here. Right. So but um, but yeah. So use IG reels or do live broadcasts like I'm doing a live broadcast here to LinkedIn so people can can listen to it or watch it. I do a podcast, all that kind of stuff. Those things increase your social media engagement. And if you have any other questions, I mean, you can always reach out to me and then I'm, I'm here to help. That's what I do. I'm here to help. Um, who's hiring? What did I put for who's hiring? Okay. Mm-mm-mm. Hotel Angelino. You guys know Hotel Angelino now. And, and let me throw this out here first. These are positions that are in Los Angeles because, as you can see, I'm in the wood, Hollywood, which is outside of Los Angeles. Well, actually, Hollywood is a part of Los Angeles. Uh, People think it's its own little city. No, Uh, Hollywood is like two miles by two miles. Okay, so it's a district within Los Angeles County. Okay, and just within the city of Los Angeles, if you will. Excuse me. So. So anyway, Hotel Angelino is hiring for a director of sales and marketing. And Hotel Angelina is right off the 405 freeway. I think that's, I want to say that's Westwood or Brentwood. One of those, one of those woods. You say, you know, just talk about Hollywood, Westwood, Brentwood. It's one of those, but it's right off the 405 freeway, uh, Cylinder Hotel. Uh, anyway, they're looking for a director of sales and marketing. I don't know why I'm going into the description of the building, but Hotel Angelino is looking for a director of sales and marketing. The 60 Beverly Hills, which is a hotel as well. They're looking for a director of sales and marketing as well. UCLA Luskin Conference Center. They're looking for a small meetings manager. Now, I don't know what's going on over there because they tend to look for this mess. uh, They've been looking for this position for a while. Okay, I don't know if they've been hiring people and then it's not working out and they go. I don't know what's going on over there. But UCLA Luskin Conference Center. They're looking for a small meetings manager. Holiday Inn Torrance. Now, I got this one. Someone called me and said, hey, do you know someone that's interested and being a sales manager at the Holiday Inn in Torrance. So um, so that one's, it may be posted. I don't know if it's posted on LinkedIn or, I mean, link, or LinkedIn, H Careers, or 
um, what do you call the other one? Indeed. I'm not sure if it's even posted on those, but I got that call directly. So that position is open. Okay. So um, just contact the HR director at the Holiday Inn in Torrance and get more information about that. But they're looking for a sales manager. The Hilton LAX, uh, which is on Century Boulevard, they're looking for an assistant director of engineering. And then the AC Hotel in the South Bay, South Bay, I think that means Torrance area. They're looking for a sales and catering manager. And then one more here, I'm sorry. The Hotel Angelino. They're looking for a food and beverage manager as well. Okay, so Hotel Angelina has two positions open, the director of sales and marketing and a food and beverage manager. So if you're interested or you know someone that's interested in either one of those positions, reach out. These are both or all three, four, five, six of these are on hcareers.com. So hcareers, make sure you give me a check. Okay, send me that check. Um <laughs> Non-meat eats. Now, you guys know I don't eat meat, okay? I'm all about the non-meat eats. No meat, no dairy, none of that stuff, right? So um, so every week, I reserve a little section just to talk about non-meat eats, like the last place I ate uh, that was non-meat eats. So this has to be, and it is, it doesn't have to be, it is the best falafels in L.A., okay? The place is called Falafel Arax, and Arax is spelled A-R-A-X, okay, Arax, okay, so Falafel Arax in Little Armenia, it's on Santa Monica Boulevard in Normandy, okay, so you can't, well, it's in a little shopping center, so you can miss it, but look, and you, you have to find it, I don't know if you can even smell the falafels, but it's the best falafels I've ever had in my life, okay, so if you guys are big falafel fans, but say you're not a falafel fan, you want to try them. This is the best best place to try them. Uh, Joe Tatizian, who was my former, we used to we worked together like at two or three different hotels, but he was my general manager at the what the heck is that hotel called? The uh, Wilshire Plaza, which is now the Line Hotel. So he was my GM there, and he would take us to lunch, right? And he said, "Hey, you guys like." Um, he would say, you like, he asked me because he knew I didn't eat meat. He said, you like falafels? I said, yeah, I do. But at that point, I hadn't had a really good falafel. I've had falafels. But I'm telling you, these things, they're like airy and light and crunchy and flavorful. I mean, the best. And 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 I think the difference between their falafels and someone else's is they're cooking them fresh, you know, Per to, to order, okay. So you can see the guy with his little falafel tool in the falafel mixture, scooping it and, and put it in the fryer, right? Oh my god, you're talking about it's so good. I have a I got the falafel sandwich and a side of falafels, okay. So you know, people will get a side of french fries, but no, 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 give me the falafel sandwich and a side of falafels, give me like four of those, all right. So man, I'm telling you, and they give you the side of um. They're like these yellow hot peppers. I guess I think they're called wax peppers. So they give you some of those and they give you pickled um, radish to go along with it. And I don't know who came up with that combination to pair that with the the pair the falafels with the um, the 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 hot and spicy peppers and the radish. But 
that stuff is fire. I don't know who came with that combination to pair those together, but the, it is fire. It goes together. And I'm telling you, if you want the best falafel, I know I've spent a little bit more time than I should because now I'm hungry. So, um, I, and I happen to be working in Hollywood, right? I'm doing a project in Hollywood for someone and it's, it's in Hollywood, but it's a little, what is it about east of where I'm working. So it's maybe a couple of blocks, right? So I went over there last week and had, I had, I had not been there in like maybe two years and I guarantee you, man, it was, uh, I'm done. I can't, I can't talk about it anymore because I'll be driving back over there. And like I said, it's in Hollywood. So I have to wait later this week. I'm going over there again. So, okay. Whew, man. <clears throat> Hotels, are we being consistent with our our content or messaging? Are we keeping us up to date? Are you keeping us up to date? Meaning uh, whatever your protocol is during this whole COVID thing, uh, what's on your website, what's on your website should be the same thing as happening uh, internally. Meaning uh, if I see that, you know, you're required to wear a mask when you check in and then I come in there and then people don't have masks, you know, that I'm going to have a problem. Right. So be consistent. Whatever that message is on your website, make sure that's in fact what's going on in your hotel. So whatever that is, I mean, if you wear a mask, you don't have to wear a mask, whatever, whatever it is, just make sure, you know, those things are, you know, being taken care of. OK, so that's that's what I mean by that. Um, let's see what else. Let me get to my, this is like a storyboard. This is exactly what this is. It's a storyboard. You know how directors and writers and actors or whatever, when they're creating scenes, uh, for movies or shows or whatever, they use storyboards, right? So meaning everything in that storyboard per scene, these are things you're going to talk about, right? So that's what this is. You know, what's my thing? My thing is meaning what's my job? What do I do? You know, because some people will say, what does this Russell of hotels do? I mean, I know he has this radio show, but what the heck does he do? What, what else does he do? So, and I basically just put this at, and I've been saying this for the last couple of weeks. Let's say, you know, how you do this elevator pitch, you know, people say, you know, you need a 30 second elevator pitch. So if you're in an elevator and you're, you know, going up to the fourth floor, you got 30 seconds to tell everybody what you do. <sighs> yeah. Okay. That's so, that's so 30 years ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and some people are like, what are you talking about? I still do that now. Yeah, of course you do. Okay. Most people, we still do a lot of things that we used to do. Doesn't mean that it's always effective, but anyway, what's my thing in a, and this, this will be my elevator pitch. Okay. So someone says, Hey, what do you do? What's your thing, dude? What, what, what do you like do? Um, well, I, and I say this in a noisy digital space, I keep your brand noticed. And they're like, what? They want to know more, right? They, no one's going to say, Oh, okay, cool. No one's going to say that. Okay. They're going to say, what does that mean? Because what you want is people to engage in your, whatever, if you want to call it an elevator pitch or just someone asks you what you do, you want to tell them, you want to give them information that's going to have them asking for more. Okay. You're not just going to, Oh, yo, I do this. Well, I'm a, I'm in digital marketing. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. In a noisy digital space, I keep your brand noticed. Boom. That may take, you know, they may ask me to get out of the elevator. Well, can you explain a little more to this? Or let me have your phone number so we can talk or whatever. So what does that mean, though? I mean, what is in the noise digital space? I keep your brand noticed. Okay. Through social media, you know, through all these types of promotions or whatever, uh, being on the radio show, those are things that, you know, in the noisy space, 
I assist brands with that. Okay. So because a lot of people that may they only know where to start, right? They don't know how to start to stay noticed. Cause I can, I, like I said, I, I follow a lot of uh, hotels and brands or whatever on social media, on Instagram or whatever. And the ones that, the ones that resonate with me are the ones that post, you know, quite a bit. Right. So if they, you don't post a lot, then no one's going to notice you. No one's going to remember you. Okay. I was at a hotel the other day. Um, in fact, this picture is from um, the Godfrey, the Godfrey Hotel, newest hotel in Hollywood. Okay. Great hotel, rooftop bar. In fact, they have two rooftop bars. They so dope. They got two roo- rooftop bars. One is kind of, it's on the roof, but it's kind of inside. You have to walk in and has like, I think it has according door, according doors. Um, but I mean the sunlight, natural sunlight and all that stuff. And it just has a top on it. And the other one is open air. It's just out, you know, it's out there with the views of like the Hollywood Hills and things like that. I mean, it's, it's just a dope scene, dope vibe. Uh, but I do follow them, but they haven't been putting a lot of stuff out that I saw. Right. So, uh, you know, I'm taking it upon myself to, to help this brand out because I think it's, it's, it's a great brand, great hotel, uh, they just opened up. I think they've been open about a month from what they from what they said. But I just think it's a place that, you know, if you're in Hollywood, you know, you taking in the show, you doing the Hollywood Walk of Fame or whatever you're doing in Hollywood. I think it's a dope place to stay. So, uh, of course, I'm going to you know kind of spread the love if I can a little bit. I just give them a little bit of love and then the other love comes from them. OK, so, you know what I mean? So. Um, but, yeah, so make sure that you're being noticed. And that's what, you know, in a noisy digital space, that's what I do. I assist hotels with, you know, with being noticed, staying relevant. Okay. So, and that was just a, just a, a case study, you know, that I shared with you as far as, you know, the Godfrey hotel and why I do what I do uh, because I want hotels to be noticed. I want people to know that these hotels are open and, you know, people can go and hang out and have a drink or whatever. I had my, you know, my normal Arnold Palmer because it was during the it was like maybe two or three o'clock or whatever. You know, I'm not going to be there drinking because I'm that's working for me. Right. So I have me AP Arnold Palmer. I just abbreviate, you know, hotel people want to abbreviate everything, you know, got acronyms for everything. You know, give me an AP. And they were like, what's an AP? <laughs> Arnold Palmer. Hello. Oh, okay. AP, right? Okay. So anyway, anyway, so, um, what else do I do? So that was one thing. Hotel site selection. I have, um, I assist companies and organizations and maybe even some individuals with finding the proper hotel for their next meeting convention, um, conference, um, retreat, whatever they're, you know, whatever they need. Uh, that's my job too. Um, Contract negotiation, pricing negotiation, um, and all that kind of stuff that goes along with the hotel site selection. So some people call this meeting planning, but I don't plan the meeting. I mean, I normally work for a meeting planner, and then I help them with things that they're unable to do because they may be busy planning the the content of the meeting, right? I don't do the content of the meeting. I do more of the, the site selection, right? So I take that off of their plate, and I look at their contracts and make sure their contracts are you know, there's not stuff in there that they don't understand or stuff that doesn't need to be there because quite frankly, you know, there's some stuff in some of these contracts that they don't need to be there. Okay. So 
I'm the person that, that, that finds this stuff and say, hey, you know, can you get this out? Delete this, delete that. You know, keep that in there. And can you add this too? So that's what I do. So those are two things that I do. And then the third one is I'm a show host, right? On air with Russell of Hotels, right? There you go, right there, uh, which is one of the top 25 international hotel podcasts. Did you know that? See, you remember when I mentioned that I'm international? Well, this was voted by, you know, a lot of whoever international people that listen to hotel podcasts. And I happen to be in the top 25. I was number 17. I started off as number 11 and then went to number 17. I may be after list now. I don't know. But no, I don't think so. But if I am, that's OK. You just but that's not going to stop me. It didn't stop me from doing anything. Uh, didn't add anything to it. It's just like. It's, a, it's just good to be recognized, right? So there you go. So thank, thank, thank you to the people that voted for the top 25 international hotel podcast. Appreciate it. Sponsorships. Now, yes, if you want to do a sponsorship, what does a sponsorship look like? I mean, you can put a video. Um, you know, I, I, the backdrop could be your hotel or your brand. You know, just so happens today is Hollywood, the Hollywood brand. Hollywood brand is probably the most recognizable brand in the world, right? Uh, so I can put that up there and people are like, oh, dang, he's in Hollywood. Yeah, darn right. I'm in the wood. Well, Hollywood, H. Wood. Um, and so what would a video, and real quick, I mean, I did, I happened to be at this hotel uh, a couple of days ago. And so a video would look something like this. See, that would be a, you know, similar to, you know, it depends on what you wanted or whatever. But that's just a quick little video that I did when I was at that hotel. Um, And then you can add music. I didn't add that music and I do not own the rights to that music. So just so you know, Um, but that was the music that was playing in the background when I took that video shot. So I didn't plan that, but I did plan the video. I just didn't plan the music. Um, So the the music in that video, uh, I do not own the rights to that. Okay, but so, yeah, so it would be something similar to that. And if you're interested, I mean, there's my contact information right there in front. Uh, That's Russell at Russell of Hotels dot com is my email. So that's where I can be reached at any time. So that's the best way to to contact me. So um, so there you go. So that's a little bit what Russell of Hotels does. Uh, Four things to ask yourself. I always ask these things. Every show, these are things that you should ask yourself as, um, I don't know if you're a marketer, uh, you own a company, have your own company, you work for somebody and you're in marketing. Um, you know, these are four things that, you know, I always say people should ask. And what are those four things? Boom. Do you see how that thing works? Number one, and I can, I can move these. See, this is the thing. So I can, I can move it, right? I can move it over there. So number one, what are you doing to keep your brand relevant? What are you doing to keep your brand relevant? That's a question for you as the marketer. What are you doing to keep your brand relevant? You know, to, to stay relevant, to be top of mind. You know how people do TikTok videos all the time? And I'll move that out of the way. You know how people do TikTok videos? Why do they do that? They do it because they want to be noticed. Okay, so make sure that, you know, we're being noticed. 
That's what it's all about, right? So you gotta, you have to stay noticed. Number two, are you marketing differently or the same as BC, which BC stands for before COVID? So are you marketing differently or are you marketing the same? I would hope you're marketing differently because things have changed. People are looking for different things and they're looking for it in a different way. So if you're trying to appeal to somebody or reach someone and you're not getting a lot of your response, maybe you, you need to rethink how you're doing it. Okay. A lot of people are using social media, right? A lot of people doing other things. So social media to me is, is, is more of an, it evens the playing field, meaning everyone's doing it. You can do what everyone else is doing now. Right. So, you know, people do things on, they want to advertise on TV. You remember how, you know, TV is expensive. You can't use that, that medium to, to, to put your, to, to promote your brand. Right. Well, now, there's more people watching social media than they're watching mainstream TV. Okay. So, and it, does it cost the same amount of money to do it? No, it doesn't. So, and if you're doing it yourself, you know, you may not have the time, but I mean, that's where uh, someone like Russell of hotels comes in and he comes in to assist you with these things. Right. So, uh, and it's not that expensive, right? If you're not doing anything now, you got to do something. Right. So like I said, number two is, are you marketing differently or the same as before COVID? And I think if you're doing it the same before as you were, as you were doing before COVID, you're doing something wrong and the, and the crap ain't working. I guarantee you that. So number three, how are you connecting with your past or current clients or customers? Or are you even connecting with them? If you aren't, that's a bigger problem. But make sure you're connecting with them in, the, in a way they want to be connected with. Okay, that's number three. And number four, what has this situation taught you? Meaning the whole COVID thing. Has it taught you, taught me, don't, you know, don't put all my eggs in one basket. Have a, not necessarily have a, a plan B, but be enough, be, be well-versed in other things. So if something happens, you can just move. You can, you can, you can, um, God, I almost said the, I almost said the P word. You can swerve and do other things, right? So, you know, people say, well, well you got to pivot. Well, no, on air with Russell of Hotels, we swerve. We don't pivot. So this has taught me to swerve more, to have more things under my belt, you know, and, and, and when something doesn't work, then I just jump to something else. Okay, that's, that's what I do, and I will continue to do that. So that's that. Um, let's see. I don't want to go over what branding is. I think you guys know that branding and selling is two different things, right? But anyway, remember this marketing is never about you. It begins with your audience and what they want. Once you know what your audience wants, connect them with your product or service in a way they want to receive it. So it's not about us as marketers. Okay. Sometimes we kind of forget that we, we think because we've done this before that it's about us. No, it's about the people that you're trying to persuade to use your product and service, right? So how do they want to receive this marketing promotion? Do they want to do it on Instagram? Do they want to do it on Facebook? Do they want it written? I mean, how do they want it? However they want it, and you have to figure this out, right? You got to do your homework. However they want it, that's how you give it to them, okay? Don't force anything on anyone because they're not going to take it and, you know, you're going to be like, uh, well, uh, this didn't work. This, 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 um, this marketing, whatever marketing tool didn't, didn't work or whatever for this particular promotion. Well, it didn't work because you didn't know who your clients were. 
who your customers were. So you have to know who your customers are and how they want to receive their promotion material that you're sending them before you start doing it. Okay. Uh, brand advocate. And I'm about to be done in a couple of seconds. Brand advocate. What's a brand advocate? That's one thing that we don't, uh, I always say we don't have enough of these or we don't utilize the people that we have a brand advocate. And this is for the hotel people is a guest or employee of a business who proactively shares info about your hotel to their networks via social media, word of mouth, email, or through content without any incentive other than their love for your brand. Okay. So there's people out there that stay at your hotel and they only stay there because they love your brand. They love what you do. They love the way you make them feel. Okay. You need to find those people. Those are people you need. They need to be your um, advocates. Okay. Those are people you need to have advocating for you. Okay. So those, you know, frequent stay people, that are always there. That person is always in the lobby or always at the bar that loves, you know, Joe, the bartender or loves Sally that works at the front desk or whatever. You need to have those people pull them aside and say, Hey, you know what? I noticed you're here a lot. And would you be willing to do, you know, cause we always have these, um, what do you call them? In sales and catering, we have these, um, what do you call it? I don't It's not a, called the Bible. It's called, uh, Oh man. It's it's a it's basically a book of you know good comments. It's a it's a comment book, right? You know, people making these great comments about you know, oh, it was great to work with Russell. We had our you know twenty fifth anniversary there, and it was great, and the people loved everything. <clears throat> you know that kind of thing. So it's a brag book, like a brag book, right? Well, the brag book now should be on social media. Okay, so we need to get these same people that are bragging about it. They used to brag about, you know, they write these handwritten notes and all that stuff. We need to have them on social media talking about how great Russell was or Sally at the front desk or Joe, the bartender. We need those people to do that because people are more likely to to um, to listen to someone outside of your hotel than you being the, like, I'm saying I'm the director of this hotel. Not saying that you shouldn't try to promote your property, because you should, but but you have to mix it up, right? So you talk about, you're the one talking about your brand, and then you have an advocate that's there talking about it as well, right? So you got me, you know, that that has to be a long-term guest at your hotel, and you come to me, you say, hey, Russell, you know, I notice you're here a lot, um, is it possible you can, you know, maybe do a live with us or whatever? And I'm like, yeah, okay, let's do a live, you know. And I'm talking about your hotel and what I love about your hotel and why people should stay at your hotel. Man, that would go so much further than anything that we can do in, internally. I, I'm, I'm just telling you because people want real, they want authentic, and you can get that from, you know, you know, someone that loves Joe's service or the way he makes uh, a Manhattan or whatever the heck it is, right? So. I just think that goes a lot further than just just some of the stuff that we do. Not saying that we have to eliminate that and only go off of uh, an advocate. No, 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 no. I'm saying we do that in tandem with whatever you're already doing, right? So, like, social media doesn't replace whatever the other stuff that you're doing. It enhances it, right? So things have to go hand in hand, right? So don't think that I'm up here saying I'm advocating for, you know, 100% social media, I mean, you should be doing more than what you're doing, right? But I'm not saying 100% and the heck with anything else you happen to be doing. I don't even know what the heck you're doing. Do you even know what you're doing? I don't know. But I think that it, it, 
there's a bigger role that social media is playing that that should play in in, in our hotels, and I and I don't think that we're doing what we should be doing. We're not doing the minimum, okay? Just like you know, on the Star Report, you know, everyone should be getting a hundred percent of you know uh, their index, right? You should be getting a hundred percent of occupancy, hundred percent of ADR, a hundred percent of red par. Okay. You should be always getting that. That's your piece of the pie. How you move the needle is when you're taking, you know, um, business from someone else. That's how you move the needle, move the needle. That's how you're doing. Well, we're doing 125%, meaning I got my hundred percent, but I'm getting another 25% from someone else. Okay. So I just broke down the star report in like five seconds. You see how that works. But anyway, (laughs) <laughs> we're about to end the show, but I always end with the four P's Russell of hotels, the four P's number one purpose. Know your why, know why you're doing what you're doing. I mean, I need to know why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm trying to reach people, reach hospitality people, have people come on, help people with their social media. That's my why. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. People um, be an inclusive leader. Okay. That's easy, right? Be, be an inclusive leader. Number three, Passion, either you have it or you don't. You can't fake the funk. Number four, perseverance. Be consistent, continue to evolve, don't give up, and swerve when you need to. Uh, Are you a leader? If you're a leader, lead by example and be more inclusive with your team. You see the theme here, this being inclusive? I mean, that's important, especially during these times, okay? Use time to develop yourself, separate yourself from the pack, learn something new, invest in yourself, and always, always stay relevant. And like I said, when I started my podcast, I wasn't in competition with anybody. I'm still not in competition with anyone other than me. So my job is to make sure I'm keeping the latest stuff going, you know, the technology and all that stuff. So it's important to me that I'm always upgrading and doing the best thing that I can do. Right. So I control that. So that's some of the things that I did in my time and in time that I, you know, would be maybe if would be doing something else in the past, but now I say, you know what? I got to develop not just myself, but I got to develop this this platform that I built, right? So this 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 podcast that I built and put a lot of time into. So that's why I bought a new laptop. That's why I started using eCam. You know, that's why I bought a new mic. I mean, those are things that you know you have to up your game, right? And it's the same. You know, being a manager, director, whatever, up your game, whatever that means, do something else. Learn more. You can never learn too much. Okay. Focus on what you can control. The other stuff, whatever. Uh, Your brand is your culture. Stay positive. Leadership dictates where your company will go. Be a consistent leader. There you go. That's it for, you know, now. Uh, I appreciate everyone joining on air with Russell of Hotels. Um, any questions at all, you can always email me at, um, Russell at Russell of hotels.com. I used the wrong button. So you guys have a great week. Talk to you soon. Thank you again. Remember it's taco Tuesday. So go get some tacos. And if they're vegan, thank you for joining that's on even air better. with Russell of hotels. Peace. Please tune in every Tuesday at 1 PM as we talk to other hospitality professionals. Your feedback is important to Russell. Feel free to email him at russell at russellofhotels.com with any questions or suggestions. Until next time, try not to be a person of success, rather become a person of great value.